When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the 12th Man Rising Podcast, part of the Fan-Sided Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Lee Vowell and Todd Vandenberg. Yeah, now that we're going to record, we're just going to start start recording. Yeah, Yeah, that's bizarre. Let's see. Okay. So we've started recording. We have started recording, so thankfully, thank you Skype for for all of a sudden just freaking out on me. I have no idea what was happening. Who knows? But okay. we're we are back. We're uh, it's almost like we never left for a few weeks, say, or we were never even here. Yeah. What are you drinking tonight? I know you're not drinking anything because you had three shots. I'm not drinking yeah. anything. I'll, I'll probably have to walk away and get some get some sips of the of the juice. If you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. What's What's her name? Oh, never mind. I know her name. <laughs> As we talked about in Margot Brisbane. Robbie. So, um, it's, uh, so. That's a what, tasty beverage. So, I, I was thinking, you know, I was watching this game as I have the last four games for the Seahawks. And I was thinking, I don't know why I said Seahawks. Like, suddenly I'm from New York. Anyway. Well, it's like. I know. I was like, you know, this, this team, they were doing so well. They were six and three way overachieving and we're thinking man they're gonna make the playoffs it's gonna be shock the world Geno shocking the world and then it hit me about halfway through you know where am i in my life because i have been you know a, a puppet and a pauper and a, a pirate and a poet and if they lose that's life right that's life if life goes on <laughs> that is so well done sir thank you and, no and pick up on that but you know it's so well that's done. right well nancy might so she's still with us, right? <laughs> she is. She's still with us. Oh, yes. Good. But uh, yeah. So I mean, it was funny. I was so nervous going into the, this game, this last game against the Panthers, and I kept thinking, man, they do what they want to do is they want to run the ball. The yes. Seahawks surely can stop the. I mean, it was what's so maddening. Yes. Is that they had that four game stretch, including the Giants and Saquon Barkley, yes. where they just stuffed the run. And yes. all of a sudden, I, literally, I think, and when we texted about this, I think during the game or after the game, but it's almost like a, a good, and I'm not even joking, a good high school team with the right scheme could go out there and run against this team. I know the Seahawks players are all bigger and stuff like that, but I, I have no clue as to what's going on. And the, the problem is, and I'll get your take on it in 30 minutes when I stop talking, is I don't feel like Pete Carroll or Clint Hurt have any clues to what's going what is happening they've got to be asking themselves is it personnel is it scheme what's happening because none of it's working and it happened like 
bam. And they're going to get toasted by the 49ers on Thursday. There's no, they're not going to fix it. They're not going to fix it before Thursday. They're going to lose. They're going to lose badly, and they're going to get run all over. Yeah. I, I have no idea what's going on. How? I don't know how. I mean, your question is valid, but how can it be personnel? I don't even know if I had a question in there. I'll be honest. I was just <laughs> ranting. It can't be personnel, right? Because everyone's still there. That was stopping Saquon Barkley. That can't stop Rolando Blackshear. That's not his first name. But, I mean, I deliberately butchered his first name because nobody knows who he is. The, the Panthers traded away one of the best running backs in the they league. They traded away their whole team this season. Yeah, basically. And they're still going to make the playoffs. That's the way it's looking. And, and by the way, that's the guy that we're going to be facing Thursday. Not we, you and I. That wouldn't be good. But that's who the Seahawks will be facing Thursday. Eric Dickerson. I mean, Might as well be. And and the Seahawks could not stop the guys who could not make the starting lineup until they traded away their star. And to be frank, not many people could would start ahead of uh, Mr. McCaffrey. But they got gouged for well over 200 yards for the second time in three games. And and the time they didn't get gouged for 200 yards is what 173. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they did their job that time either. I I just don't see what has happened, and and they clearly don't either. Because if they did, they'd stop it. Uh, well, there there's a gentleman who played for the Seahawks a long time ago, back in their heyday, and then came back for a little while and was injured and couldn't play, and he's back again. Cortez Kennedy. Cortez Kennedy, wouldn't that be nice? Um, Bruce Irvin, and he had a comments to the, basically saying you got to man up and and play, uh, which is that's pretty harsh criticism. I mean, he wasn't. It was more constructive criticism from him. But when you're saying that people aren't putting themselves on the line to do their job, that's pretty harsh. Well, the thing is, it, sorry to interrupt you, but, you know, you kind of hit on it like, oh, you know, it's the same personnel. It's the same per- – who, who did they have last year when they were great against the run? They couldn't stop the pass, but they had Al Woods. They had Puna. They had Monet. They have the same players. It's yeah. the same players they had last year. So And they added Shelby Harris, who is notably good against the run. He, d- he did miss the Panthers game, but everybody else was there. Right. He missed the Panthers game, but he's been there for the games when – they got absolutely destroyed. <laughs> you know, it's it's got to be the scheme. So, and the and, linebackers are making tackles. So, I mean, we can say, oh, Bobby Wagner's out there, but Jordan Brooks is making tackles. Cody Barton's not horrible. It's not the linebackers that's necessarily the issue. Well, but where are they making those tackles? That's one thing that the same same place they made them last year, eighty yards down the field. Yeah, that's what Bob Candado was talking about. By the way, I'm drinking a Dragon's Milk Solera 10% ABV. That's why I can't say Bob Candado's own beer. Yes, yes. So uh, as he pointed out, is they're not making the tackles where they should be making the tackles. They're making the tackles deep, like he said, basically 80 yards deep. Instead of coming forward, I mean, how many tackles for a loss? Uh, very few, which very is – and partly, of course, that's scheme, but part of it is, like, they're not performing. How many times have we seen – now, I'm also a fan of the Dolphins, and the Dolphins are exceptionally good at the ole play. It's like, oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry. I thought I was – I thought we were playing flag football. Like, they miss so many tackles. It's infuriating. 
But the Seahawks miss a lot of tackles too. And it's not all of them, but far too many of them miss tackles. And it's so frustrating because you see what Bobby Wagner is still doing. And I know why the Seahawks let him go. And they had to let him go because they did not. Money, money, money. Money, money, money. He signed a five-year pact with the Rams. It's like he's not going to be there for five years. Oh, that's what it was. It's funny you brought that up because I was thinking, wait, how long did he sign with the Rams? Is there any play? I forgot it was five years. Yeah, For some reason I was thinking it was two, but five. Yeah, he signed a five-year – now, it's like that's not going to happen because you know the Rams are going to cut him loose at some point because that's how the NFL works. It's not the Rams. It's just that's the league. That's how business goes. Yeah. But the Seahawks couldn't afford to keep him and keep Tyler Lockett and re-sign Metcalf, all the rest of it. I mean something had to go in. It makes sense to let a, a linebacker who's getting a little older move on, right? I mean he's still – he's still Bobby Wagner. He's still good, yeah. Yeah, he's still exceptionally good. He's the best linebacker in the league anymore. Not right now, but is he in the top 10? Yes. Could the Seahawks use him? Yes. But they wouldn't have Tyler Lockett. Like, you know, they wouldn't sign DK, and they wouldn't right. have had – I mean, the, the point was to – I mean, some of the point had to be like, hey, we've got all this cap space once we got rid of Russell Wilson, yeah. who, man, I'd, I'd, obviously the, the – you know, Slam dunk as far as like who if you could have either this year it would be yeah G, uh, you know Russ or or Wagner it would clearly be Wagner because yes yeah you know, it is what it is but yeah I mean it opens a lot of cap space for next year so they've got money to hopefully spend on free agents and they've got all this cap space I mean right. and they they they're still they're still even at seven and six probably and they easily could finish seven and ten. They could lose their last four games, and I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't win any right. of the rest of their games. Right. But even 7-10, and ten, they still kind of – I mean, it was all set up by earlier this year, what happened earlier this year, but they still kind of overperformed based on what everybody was expecting before the season. Seven so next and year – I'm sorry, but 7-10 and ten after you lose two first-year first Hall of Famers? Are you kidding me? Yeah, Gino was better than everybody expected. And did he have a, a not a great game this past Sunday? Yes. He still made some throws that were like, okay, he deserves to be a number one quarterback. Was Tom Absolutely. Brady good against the 49ers? He was god-awful. I mean, quarterbacks have those kind of games. He still wasn't god-awful. He shouldn't have made that first interception. I don't know what he was thinking. It was a horrible throw. And the second interception was he should have made sure there was a flag. But that right. happens all the time. You can't, oh, snap. Okay, let me look and see if there's a flag. Okay, there is a flag. Now, by that time, you're sacked. So yeah. he, he did every the thing same thing that every quarterback does. They clearly jumped off sides, not just one or two. It was like three players that jumped off sides. Okay, I got yeah. a free play. He should have thrown a better pass. He shouldn't have thrown he it right have. to a Panthers game, but or Panthers player. But still, that was the second interception. He, and, and, he and he nearly was not had a... He nearly had a third interception. He nearly had four. The and I, only, I tweeted yeah. that out. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. I tweeted that out like he could have had four interceptions this game. He wasn't great this game. He has been great all season. He yes. wasn't great. Th- He's played well enough, no matter what happens the rest of the year, to bring back next year as QB1. And probably yes. the year after that, QB1. And, uh, people dissing on Geno all of a sudden. It's like they fans turn like it's nothing. Yeah. So I tweeted that out in in – that's part of being a fan. You're a fanatic. You're not thinking logically. But yeah. I tweeted that out during the game, and somebody was like, yeah, the last three or four games, you could have had four interceptions. 
F you. No, he couldn't. F you. I'm sorry, but it's like <laughs> you're going to diss Gino. Gino is the only reason this team is seven and six for the most part. Yeah. So stop. Stop if, with that stuff. Where would this team be if and, and granted Drew luck? <laughs> I was going to say Russell Wilson. Where the way They'd Russell be three is, and ten. They would the be way, three and ten with Russell Wilson. The way Russell Wilson is playing in Denver, they would be three and ten. He finally had a good game. He had this first good game of the entire season. He's had one, one good game. Geno's got, had he, one bad yeah, he game. He had a great game. Then he got hurt, and what happens? The second string quarterback comes in and immediately leaves, leads a touchdown drive. Yeah, it's like, mm. right. So, I don't know. I mean that that Denver team's messed up. I mean it's that offense is screwed up. And I don't blame Russ. It's like the. The coaching staff, offensive part coaching of it, staff. Part of it is Russ. Part of it is Mr. Unlimited. Oh, yeah, part of it is, but not all of it. I mean, they'd oh, still no, no, be no. with a with a decent – if they had Shane Waldron, they'd have a better record. Um, and oh, he absolutely. was – Shane Waldron's play game, uh, offensive play game, uh, game planning going into the last game was not good. But he's been great all season, just like Chino. You can't take one game and be like, well, I guess no. we need to move on. It's like, golly, talk about well, overreaction. Especially considering we're starting our starting running back going into at, at the end of last season was the fifth. Wasn't it Jordan Brooks? Was back. Jordan Brooks was the leading running back in this game? Right? I mean, it was like who knew? Yeah, who, yeah. I mean, that's and we expected more from Travis Homer because he's he has played well. Even in though past, he's been but banged up, he's been banged up and it's been spot duty when he's played well, and all of a sudden he's got to be the guy and he wasn't quite the guy. But again, it's like, what kind of holes is he getting? I mean, Ken Walker, the third, Kenneth Walker, the third, as uh, Google likes to refer to him instead of Ken Walker. He, he said struggle. He struggled because there's no holes in some game and some games there are, and some games there aren't. And it's like, if he can't make yardage, Travis Homer's not going to, and that's your fourth string running back. It's like, what do you think is going to happen? It's like, obviously, yeah. all the Panthers had to do was play against the pass. That's all they had to worry about. I mean, considering that, Gino did not have a bad game. His pass rating is 85.4. That's his worst of the season. Right. I was about to say it's atrocious for him. Yeah, this is a guy who is in the top three all year long in passer rating. All year long. It's like, yeah, he threw... Two picks could have been three, could have been four, but he threw three touchdowns. And yeah, that last one was in garbage time. Totally admit it, it was, but he threw it. He's still able to drive the team down the field. And that's one thing that we've talked about before is like, he does not get down on himself. He makes mistakes and he picks himself up and he goes back to work. He doesn't dwell on it. It's like, this is by far the most mistakes he's made. Uh, He's got a really tough assignment coming up, obviously, against the Niners because the They're Niners gonna... defense. Yeah, it would be it would be extremely surprising. Let's put it that way. I was going to say astounding, but I wouldn't be astounded. But I would be extremely surprised if they beat the Niners, considering what happened the first time and considering that the Niners are playing better now than they were then the first time they played. I mean, their their defense is just hellacious. Yeah. And our defense has gotten worse. So you know, you know what's going to happen? It's classic Seahawks. They're going <laughs> to win by fourteen points. Seahawks mm-hmm. are going to be like, oh well. That's why I laugh. Yeah, because that is probably what will happen. Uh, 
I mean, you look at what the Texans did, and the Texans are hideous. The Texans probably would win three games in the SEC. They're an awful team, and they, they came within seconds of beating the Cowboys. Did you see how many rushing yards the Texans had, though? 200 yards rushing, and that was against the Seahawks, and they didn't even play them. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so the NFL is gets crazier every single yeah. year. Every yep. single year. So could the Seahawks beat the Niners? Pfft, of course they could. Uh, absolutely they could. Will they? Nah, I would not bet a dollar on it. Um, but they've won seven games. It's not like they're a terrible team. They played poorly. Definitely they played poorly on defense. They had, But they did have that great goal line stand, which shocked the hell out of me. Uh, they the they do that all the time, though. It's almost yeah. like you... You know, it's almost like you want, okay, why don't we just give up the 80 yards? Okay, just put <laughs> this other team at the one or two yard line, and we're good. We're going to win this game easily. They'll be tired because they've been, they moved down the field so far. They'll be less tired because they, they give up those, you know, 25 yard play uh, drives all the time. And it's like, okay, just, you know, give up that one big play yeah. and then just put them at the two. And it's like, we're good. We're golden. They're going to get kick a field goal and we're, we're good. Do you realize we've talked about nothing but Seahawks so far? This is astounding. I don't think we've ever done this. Um, But it is – and it's so frustrating for the fans, like you said, comes from fanatics. Because 7-5, and we're in the playoffs. Oh, my gosh, this is fantastic. And here we are. We lose to the Panthers. And, you know, just a few weeks ago I wrote an article. This is their path to the playoffs. This is why things are looking so good. Uh, They're playing this terrible team. They're playing – it is my fault. They're playing this terrible team, the Raiders. Ah, that game is in the bag. No, it's not. They're like – they beat the Rams, and the Rams are the Rams are bad, and the Rams are bad, banged up both. Of course, then they turned around and won a spectacular game, which maybe we'll talk about in a little bit. But and then they turn around and lose to the Panthers. It's like those are the games they should have won. Now comes the hard part. Now they got to play the <laughs> yeah. Niners. Now they got to play the Chiefs. But and they got to play Baker Mayfield. <sighs> yeah, and honestly. I, I was upset that the Rams won because I don't like any team in the division winning, except I would be perfectly happy if all the other teams are 0-17. But I'm happy for Baker Mayfield because he's taken so much crap. And when people were talking about, oh, we need to get Baker Mayfield as our, as our quarterback, and I pointed out, it's like he's playing poorly with the Panthers. It wasn't like I was relishing it because, well, of course, now we can't really say the Panthers are a bad team because they beat us, but they're nobody, still nobody in the NFC South is bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly right. <laughs> Unbelievable that that division. Um, but the Panthers are not a good team. It's just so we lost to a bad team, and that's the truth. That's the facts. But Baker Mayfield was uh, he was injured in this last year with the with the Browns. He goes to the Panthers. That team is in complete disarray. It's like yeah, they've won a few games, five games now, but they've lost eight. That's not a good team. Absolutely not a good team. Uh, They managed to run the ball because the Seahawks, my God, the Seahawks run defense could not stop my grandmother in a walker. And she's been dead for 20 years. You know, it's just, it's, it's it's true. Their run defense is awful. And I just cannot, like we started with, it was like, we come full circle and you know, they would love to know the answer too. Is like, we stopped Saquon Barkley. What the hell happened? Stopped four teams and it was like, what? Yeah. What has changed? What something? Well, maybe the fact is the Se- Seahawks didn't change, and other teams are like, "This is what they're doing. We're going to do it this right. way." 
Right. It's got to be what it is. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. And, and as a coach, so maybe it goes back to the coaching or the scheme. You have to be able yeah. to adjust to what the other – okay, you've done this. It's been successful. Okay. The other team's going to adjust to what you're doing. They see the, the tendencies and what you're doing. They're going to take – and then you have to be able to be like, okay, we were successful doing this. Now they're changing it up who we're playing. They, they all see the same film. Yep. And then we need to be able to adjust to that, and they're just – they're not. It's, it's just to, crazy. Yeah, according to Bruce Servan, it's it's simple. I mean the answer is simple. Implementing it is difficult. That's the hard part. He said people are not hitting the gaps they're supposed to hit, and they're not tackling when they're supposed to be tackling. And yeah, that's obvious when you look at what's going on. And it's the same personnel other than Shelby Harris was out this time, but he was he was in the lineup when they got destroyed by the Raiders for two hundred and what so seventy three yards. Like and they've got a good yeah. Josh Jacobs had two hundred twenty eight of that right. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is a, is a legit good good running back. But come on, the Panthers didn't. Have, I mean, those guys they're not scrubs, but those none of the running backs on the Panthers are legit number one guys. They're just not. And three of them looked like it against yes. the Seahawks. It's like, what yeah. the hell is going on? It's yes. so, so frustrating. And they don't have a running quarterback, so it's not like that. Same thing with the 49 It's not like you've yeah. faced all these – like Kyler Murray had that big run earlier right. in the first game they played. Yeah. He's not going to run for a while, unfortunately. But I don't want anybody to get hurt. I don't no, have no, no. Kyler Murray. As he's out say, for like into next year. We want point. to beat teams at their best. Absolutely. Right. But right. Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold is like the least running quarterback there is. He ran, he had a 26 yard run. Like, yeah. how does that happen? Because you, you lost containment. That's just all right. that's, that's a player losing yeah. containment. That's not the scheme. You well, lost 20, 26 yards. That's several players losing. Containment. Well, I mean, because of the whole thing, it's <laughs> yeah. just, but, um, right. yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just so frustrating and it's, it is. It, 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 I, and the referees did not lose the game for Seattle. No. However, yeah. they did jump offside. That was a Geno interception. That was kind of a promising drive. And then two plays later, they called that flag on Nusu, and he was just like, "What are you talking about? That gave him 15 yards." It's like I, I was, yeah. I let go of the guy. The officiating in the NFL just sucks. Yeah, it's oh. and it sucks for everybody. Team. Yeah, because yep. it's it, because it's inconsistent. Because they're yep. blowing calls, and it's, they're blowing calls against teams that we dislike. They're blowing calls for teams that we love. It's just it's just a constant. But yeah, exactly. The Seahawks did not lose that game because of the officiating. It didn't help, but they should have beaten the Panthers. Absolutely should have beaten should the have Panthers. Been. But again, like you started off at the very beginning, they're seven and six. It's like they cannot have a worse record than they did last year, and they traded away two Hall of Fame players. Uh, they, they started – they're starting a guy who had not started a season opening game in, what, eight years? Um, you know, how many rookies are starting? I mean, if they wind up seven and ten, and I, I don't think they will. I think they'll hopefully 
win a couple more games because at my high end at the very beginning i never committed this to like paper or or pixels more to the point i figured at best they would win nine games which is a huge improvement over last year it's only two games but i mean look who they traded away nine wins would be fantastic yeah and in some ways in some ways it's like if they go seven and ten well it makes the draft picks better yeah and that's but denver's helping us out tremendously on that so thank you glad you brought up the seven and ten i mean because they're going to get a number two number three probably number three because the bears have a right. man they've got a tough schedule ahead yeah i mean the broncos could lose every game the rest of the year but if the bears lose every game which they could then it's the the bears end up with number two the only broncos are number two or the broncos pick which the seahawks are going to have aren't is number two currently only right. because of that one game yeah. Um, that they have on the Bears. But the Bears played, yeah, their, their schedule's rough. Um, and, of course, I guess I don't know if Russell's going to play the rest of the year. I mean, he's – I got a little worried because I, I was watching both games. I was watching the Seahawks, and then the Broncos game was right next to it from where, right. where I could see. Um, so it wasn't like, oh, I, can I watch both these games? It was just like – and I They're saw there. the hit on Russell, and he – I was worried that they were going to use because he kind of ran off on the sidelines, which is fine. Right? And players do that. But I was thinking they're not going to put him back in the game because you could see from his face. Oh, yeah. He was like, he was nah, out he's not it. he's not right. He yeah. was out of it. And he, I don't think he was un, unconscious at any point. And maybe he was because I just saw a clip of it. But and he was in la la land for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, hopefully for Russ's sake, he'll be fine and he can play. Next week, uh, more to the point, hopefully his health is okay. I mean, or the week after, why even bring him back? You're three and ten. Yeah, well, at this point, yeah. I mean, why bring him back at all? Seriously. Um, yeah. Just let him rest, let him get ready, uh, let him do whatever weird little positive thinking thing he's got to do. I, how ironic is it that I wrote an article, and it's the only article I've written like all year that's like, really done well with views. Thank you, the <laughs> six people who read it. Over six hundred. <laughs> yes, just about. And just a, a satirical article. Article. Wow. I finished my beer, by the way. A satirical article thanking Russ for how much he loves the Seahawks because he's playing so poorly in Denver. And then, of course, he plays by far his best game. By yeah. far his best game. That was a messed up game. Though. Oh, it didn't make yeah, any yeah. sense. No. It was 27 to nothing. And then it was yeah. – I think the Chiefs kind of just gave up. Yeah. I mean, not, didn't give up. They let up, I should say. Yeah, they let up, yeah. And it's just like, aren't, noticed, aren't, aren't noted for great defense anyway, so, you know. No. But they were – even Mahomes was like, – he threw three picks. I mean, talking about yeah. Geno, I mean, yeah. yeah, the Chiefs won, but Mahomes wasn't that good. Oh, yeah, I'm sure their fans are screaming that they should bench Mahomes, right? Yeah. Well, it's it's almost like you just like week fifteen of last year. All those NFC West yeah. teams, they're thinking if we could just bench all our starting quarterbacks, and then you look at what's coming up this week, and it's like, wait, we got our wish. Every NFC West quarterback from last year doesn't exist. It's like you got you got Geno, you yeah. may have Purdy, you got I don't know whoever's playing for the Brett, uh, Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield for the Rams, yeah. and then whoever the Cardinals are going to play next game. It's just like. What happened? Because before the season, it was like the NFC West and the AFC West. Those are the dogs. And it's like, well, actually, it's yeah. going to be the NFC East and it's going to be the AFC East. So yeah. It's like, what the That's heck? Our, 
bizarre season, considering what happened, the switch from last year to this year. Mm-hmm. And, and and watch, whoever wins the NFC South will probably win the Super Bowl because why <laughs> exactly. not this year, you know? That tr- that division is utter trash. And and by the way, the division that the Seahawks could not beat, literally. We lost to, we have six losses, four of them to the NFC South. The worst yeah, division. Exactly. In the NFL, I was like, yeah. "Oh my God!" Yeah, it's such a strange year. You know what's going to happen? Is. We're going to yeah. flash forward to the Super Bowl, and the and the Panthers are going to have won the Super Bowl, and they're going to be interviewing the Panthers' starting quarterback, Jared Goff, after the game. I was like, "What the heck happened?" <laughs> what's up with the Lions' offense? I mean, that's bizarre. I mean, we saw how good their offense was against the Seahawks. I mean, and their defense got up. They too. they lit it up, and their defense is 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 on. And the the Lions may actually make the playoffs, which is, you know, that's cool. I grew up in Michigan. That'd be nice. To see the Honolulu Blues. Anybody but the Panthers. Or anybody anybody but the Packers. Sorry, not the Panthers. Anybody but the Packers. Any Anybody anybody but anybody else in the NFC West. That's but right. I don't think that's going to happen because the Niners look nasty. Oh, man. Yeah, they do. I mean, I hate to give them credit, but that defense is unholy yep. good. Unholy. And then Saturday when we're doing this podcast and we're talking about a Seahawks 35-7 to win over the, the 49ers. <laughs> And honestly, like I said, I would be surprised, but it's like not that surprised because that's that's this year. That's I can't believe that that guy who was returning kicks in week fourteen or thirteen absolutely went off in week what week were we in? Anyway, that guy who was returning kicks against the Panthers ran for three hundred and thirty yards against the Forty ers on Thursday night. It's like where'd that guy come from? Their kick returners like, oh, by the way, this guy's going to return kicks. Oh, okay, here's a fifty yarder. Here's a thirty seven yarder. Who the hell is this guy? It's like yeah. that's been that kind of year. I don't know. It has. There's been a bizarre, bizarre year in the NFL, and it's like, uh, and, and yeah, we've complained about their the defensive performance and why did Geno throw this ball? Why did he throw that ball? He threw some bad passes, no doubt, and a couple of them he locked in. But it's like he threw some great passes, and he's been phenomenal all season long. It's like, I, how many twelves coming into the season at this point? Expected the team to be to still have a winning record yep. after after what happened in the offseason. Uh, that expected, hoped all the twelves hoped for all the hope twelves hoped for it to be thirteen and zero. I'm sure, right? Because we're fans. But seven and six, you cannot be upset about this season. You can be upset about this game. You can be upset about each of those individual six losses. Totally right. Yeah. But seven and six with with this team with all these rookies. Two Hall of Fame. All that like draft capital ahead with all that cap space. Oh, my God. If they have another draft, and right now, you know, I said that this is possibly the best draft in not just in the team's history, but NFL history. Now we're starting to temper it because now it's like, okay, we're seeing flaws in their game. As Except for Woolen. As it's, except for <laughs> Woolen. That guy's like ridiculous. Like, oh, uh, Jesus. What is, what is his passer rating against for the season? It's like 31 or something see, stupid. Did you see the play where he knocked the pass down? He was yeah. covering somebody completely different. The pass came over the He read it. He left his guy and knocked yeah. the pass down. Almost got there in time to intercept the ball. And I was like, what the yeah. heck? That guy, um, not only fast, but he's quick. And smart. And smart. That guy yep. has football smarts like out of this world. Absolutely yep. crazy. Yeah, so um, I mean they've you know they've all the rookies yeah, some of them I mean Kobe Bryant had a good pass the the, the secondary was not the issue against the the Panthers no, it wasn't um, 
So I don't, I don't know. It was, and and you think about it still, and it's like you know they got dominated. They gave up all those run yards. They trailed time of possession by 20 points. And you're telling somebody who didn't see the game about this and like Gino threw the worst pass of of the year for him. He finished with two interceptions, first time in. 28 years he'd finished with two interception game. Oh man. Well, gosh, you must've got blown out. Yeah. We lost by six. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Panthers passed for, got 120 yards passing. Yep. Well, it wasn't the secondary and it shouldn't be the secondary's job to stop the, the running game. Exactly. That's, well, how come Quandre Diggs didn't have 13 tackles? Because he's a freaking free safety. <laughs> yeah, seriously. All they did was run the ball because they knew they could. And, and, and yeah, seriously, they literally had almost 20 minutes advantage in time of possession, yeah, which, is what, which is what can happen when you can run the ball. And, uh, you know, all the people's like, oh, Pete's so far behind the times. He, it's like he all he wants to do is run the ball. It's like, look what happens when you can run the ball. Exactly. You yeah, and we've switched it, right? Big game. How many – I don't remember what the stat is, but the number of quarterbacks who've won, who've thrown over 50 passes is really yep. low. Yep, because and who wins Super Bowls? Yeah. Teams that can run the ball. You know, it's like, yeah, it happens if you can pass a lot, you can win. But typically, not. Typically, yeah. if you can run the ball, you're going to keep that defense. And we've talked about this. It's like what happened last year. With, with the defense. The defense was out there forever. And of course, that's what happened this time, too. Yep. And you think about that going way back, the 99 yeah. Rams team that was so great with Kurt yeah. Warner. So, yeah. oh, they're, they're passing it. They ran the ball, they yeah. could run the ball. Yep. Anyway, that's the thing. Well, we'll end on a couple of uh, sad notes, actually. Uh, Grant Wool and that whole thing. I don't even know what's going on, but, it, and, you know, we talked to him. We had him on the Nikki X podcast about nine years ago to talk tennis because he wrote a, a bunch about tennis. Um, but really super nice guy um, wrote, you know, basically wrote a whole bunch about soccer. But right. the whole whole situation was kind of weird. And they said there's no ambulance, but it, I don't know the situation in Qatar about like how quickly they're. 911 type things react. Yeah. It is weird. He did say, you know, he did say a lot of things about Qatar, but I bet if we look into it, and I'm not saying nothing happened, but I bet if we looked into it, there's probably been a lot of reporters who have said stuff. So, yeah. It's just a sad situation um, that he was so young and such a great writer and, and passed away and just, you know, kind of almost died doing what he loves, which is covering the sport of soccer. And he, Again, yeah. he wrote. We talked about him on tennis with tennis, and he covered other sports too. But and then um, today, of course, which we kind of unfortunately, if you've been following the last couple of days, saw it coming. But Mike Leach, yeah. and we bring up Mike Leach because he coached at Wazir, right, and in right. Texas Tech before that, in Mississippi State. But just this guy, he was not a black and white guy. It was like. He, there are some things you didn't maybe not liked about him, but there's other things he had a personality. Yeah. And and I, I saw something today. He's not in the college football hall of fame because the college football hall of fame for coaches. I don't know if you know this to, to get in as a coach, you have to have a 60% or better winning percentage or they don't let you in. His winning percentage is 59.6. That's so stupid. Not only that, well, you think about that? it, but it's like, is it, you think about, okay, his winning percentage, but where he coached, 
Yeah, okay. exactly. But exactly. how much did he change the college football game offensively? Right. Exactly. And what impact did he have on the schools that he coached at? Where did he take them from? I mean, when you come into a team that's like mm, one in 10, one in 11 on the season, and you get And that's that- at Texas Tech, Wazoo, and Mississippi State. Yeah. It's not just one school. Exactly. And did it over and over and over. Uh, and, like you said, had a huge impact on the game in general. And that had an impact on the NFL, too. Yep. Like, oh, people like offense. It's like, let's let's loosen the rules. Let's protect the quarterbacks more. I mean, literally, was he the only co- – of course not he's the only cause of that. But he's a big piece of the, a big piece yeah, of that. Piece of it, yeah. And he's, his coaching tree is Spencer Rattler. Or not Spencer Rattler, but Lincoln – Riley at uh, who yeah. quarterback Lincoln Riley was he, and he went from Oklahoma he went to to USC and that's all part of that air raid kind of system and some coaches yeah. have have kind of made it their own which is the point right and but it still yeah. has those same principles how can we get open we can't run the ball we don't have the talent to be other teams right. but we can get open we can pick up we're going to score points because exactly. we're going to create open receivers and, and but they also ran the ball. His teams ran the ball because the teams had to focus so much on these wide set. I mean, Josh Heupel, he's not part of the. It's the same kind of principle. You right. spread the offense out, mm-hmm. and teams can't. They have to react to it in some way, and most of them can't in college football. You can't do the same thing in pro football because of the speed of the players. Right. But exactly. still, I don't know. It's just kind of sad we lost both those both those guys. Mike Leach was only sixty one. Right, massive yeah. heart attack. Um, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Sad. So it's, uh, hopefully that's not a lead into 2023, like, you know, 2021 led into 2022 and 2020 uh, led into 2025. That was for real. So. Yeah. Yeah. We could, we've had enough of that. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But anyway, that's our, that's our podcast. We will be back live. You won't hear it live because this is all recorded, but we'll be back live. At some later date, I believe. Um, hopefully, that, at least one of us. That, that's quite likely. Yeah. One of us will be live at a later that's date, right. at that's least. Right. That's right. So, uh, and we'll be back after the 49ers Seahawks game. Talk a huge Seahawks win uh, by 28, as we said, 35 to 7 is our prediction. Um, I hope nobody's really taking that seriously. We think uh, they're going to lose, but anything's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything is possible. That's for sure. I'm I'm still hoping that like we we were doing this recording on Saturday talking about a Seahawks win and it's like, man, I didn't see Matthew Stafford coming in for the Seahawks and throwing those two touchdown passes. I did not see that happening. So incredible and and a halo and a halo too. Probably that's was. right. And a, I mean, yeah, who who knew that uh, Christina Aguilera was going to be? Is that her, is that the halo? Does she sing the halo song? Is that Christina <laughs> Aguilera? Right, that's the her name. Song. The theme song of the first-person shooter game? Yes, she does. No, no, no. Halo. I don't know. Sprouts. What the hell? (laughs) Why are you the worst? Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.